Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We've been talking about it for a number of days. We're talking about it in great detail yesterday. And you stop to think about a major town like Balamina and where the people are at this moment in time. It seems to be one economic blow after another. Uh, Stephen Kelly is with Manufacturing NI. Uh, Stephen, good morning. Morning, Frank. Stephen, what can you say this morning to the people, particularly in Ballymena, but in Mid-Ulster, across Northern Ireland generally, what can you say to them about the security of the job they're in if they're employed by a big company like Wrightbus or Gallagher's or Michelin or any of the big companies that do turn a pound here? Well, Frank, uh, this morning is a very difficult morning for... 1,300 people or so who depend upon right bus for their wages. It's very difficult for their families. It's very difficult for that North Antrim area. But it's also very difficult for people within the supply chain. There are many dozens of businesses who have been working very closely with right bus over the years to ensure that they produce such great and iconic buses that are enjoyed by customers across the world. Uh, and the failure of the company just as an impact upon the workers directly, but we've really got to consider how that impacts upon that supply chain side as well. As you rightly say, companies right across Northern Ireland were supplying into that business. When JTI Gallagher's and when uh, Michelin went, those were big, big blows. Uh, but we don't produce tobacco here, we don't produce rubber here, uh, but we do great engineering products. So the actual impact of uh, the right bus failure uh, is more in terms of jobs, but it actually reaches much, much further into the Northern Ireland economy. Do you have any hope that that skilled workforce will get jobs building buses in the near future anywhere in the general vicinity of Ballymena? Uh, well, there's still hope that someone will step in and take the company out of administration and re- restart production in terms of making buses. But there's no one else in Northern Ireland that makes buses. But what we do have is some really busy, uh, successful engineering firms, not just in North Antrim, but across Northern Ireland, who are looking out for labour and looking out for staff. Uh, they all say to us that if they had more people, they'd be able to do more trade. Uh, and I would be confident that those people that are uh, available and wish to find all their employment with all their manufacturers in the region would actually find that employment. Do you get a sense of... Anger today, I'll have other contributors coming on who maybe are on the ground more often actually in Ballymena, but do you, do you get a, a, a sense of, of anger this morning? Well, I was up uh, at Wright Bush yesterday. Uh, it was very clearly uh, a very difficult 
situation for the workers and indeed people elsewhere in the community. It was in coffees and ca- cafe houses and coffee houses and, co- and cafeterias, sorry. Uh, and everyone there was talking about it. Uh, this is a big story for the local area, but it's a big story for Northern Ireland as well. Uh, Stephen, th- thank you for speaking to us this morning. Stephen Kelly, Manufacturing NI, there's no arguing. It is a big story for Northern Ireland, but in particular for that immediate hinterland of Balamina that has been hit so many times recently by job losses. One of their representatives there is the TUV leader, Jim Allister. Uh, Jim Allister, good morning. Good morning. Do you get a sense of anger in the community? Oh, undoubtedly there's a sense, well, there's a mixture of emotions. There is great sadness that such an iconic business has uh, gone the way it has. There is frustration and anger and uh, all of those emotions uh, because, you know, the right bus was virtually the last remaining uh, leg of a triple stool of manufacturing that we previously had in Balamino when with Michelin and when with JTI. Uh, and then to lose right bus on top of that is just ripping the heart out of the town. There's no doubt about that. Now, all our efforts now it must be expended on seeing is there any rescue for this situation? You know, there is a suspicion amongst some of us that perhaps those that were bidding took made quite a, cal- uh, a callous calculation. Well, if it was allowed to slip into administration, maybe it would be easier obtained for less money. So now, sadly, that's our only hope that uh, in administration it, it, there still could be a buyer because it has a fantastic product. You know, the right buses are famous across the world. You go to our capital city, they're what you constantly see in London. Uh, they were ahead of the curve in terms of new technology with the upcoming hydrogen buses and all of that. So there's a, there's a very valuable commodity, both in terms of intellectual property and in terms of the actual buses that they produced, which should be attractive. Uh, to someone else. So our hope is that someone else yet will come in and buy that and save something of these jobs. And I think it's unrealistic to think that all 1,400 jobs could be reinstated. Uh, but I, I think it, there is a hope that something could be salvaged from this. And that must be the effort of all towards that, that objective. If it doesn't happen, then this town of Palomina is in a downward spiral of economic decline and pain and not just them but as Stephen has said the vast supply chain which has tentacles right across the province of companies that were supplying into right bus and already you know, another one of those in my constituency is on a three day week because of the loss of work from right bus so it, it is going to have uh, not just a ripple maybe a tsunami of effect right across the economy of Northern you, you mentioned a, a calculus. Uh, you mentioned a, a, a calculation that may be callous in, in its nature. But do you still welcome? Would you shake the hand of whoever comes in at this point, even if their calculation had a, a, a callous element to it? I think one would have to welcome that because what we're now facing 
is liquidation and the total loss of the company. If, if anything can be salvaged from that, then that's better than the total loss. Uh, but, you know, it adds to the feeling that one has for the workers. This has been such a roller coaster of a ride for the last few weeks. Uh, things were up, then they were down, then they were up. And then yesterday, an announcement which I think took us all by surprise in the sense that, yes, we were expecting significant redundancies, but we weren't expecting a total wipeout. Uh, and that's the situation which I think caused so much of the consternation and, yes, the anger and the frustration and everything else that naturally flows. Because, you know, uh, this isn't just some <laughs> academic exercise. These are people with mortgages. Uh, this is people at a stage of life will be very difficult to get jobs. Uh, yes, there will be some of these people who will find other jobs. For example, there's, there's a, a considerable shortage in some places of uh, trained welders in our country, and IPAS can supply a number of those, but it would be foolhardy to think that 1,400 jobs can be replaced uh, overnight in, in any sector, and that's not going to happen. There's going to be people in the door, uh, and that's tragic. Uh, one final point, uh, Jim Allister, because the papers are reporting this this morning, that former workers at Wright Bus uh, have threatened to stage a protest on Sunday morning outside the evangelical church founded by the, the, the bus maker's largest shareholder, as Mr Jeff Wright. Um, is there any point in protesting outside the church or protesting close to that Green Pastures initiative? I wouldn't have thought so. It's not going to change anything. Uh, whatever happened in that regard... There's accountability to be put in place, and I'm sure that'll be something of the role of the administrator. But, you know, let's let's not forget the vast contribution that the Wright family for 70 years have made to the economy of Balmina. This is a company which became a world leader, which started in, a, in uh, Willie Wright's father's garage in 1946. In particular, Sir William Wright built this company to what it was, brought many, many years of stable, steady employment for hundreds of thousands and thousands of people. So, you know, I'm not going to indulge in uh, attacking a a family which brought such a prosperity to the time. If they made mistakes laterally, they made mistakes. Uh, But we still need to recognise the vast contribution they made to the economy and Balmamina will be much, much superior without them. Now, two years ago, Jeff Wright actually did an interview with the Irish Times and he said, we made God a shareholder in the business. 26% of rights is owned by the Evangelical Trust in order to make sure he was central in everything the right company does. M- might that have been a, a business error? Well, you know, I, I, it, this is a private company. Uh, which makes its own decisions. Many private companies make charitable donations. Some of them you might agree with, some of them you don't agree with, but they are the business of the private company. Now, if there was director uh, deficiencies in terms of how directors are supposed to behave, then that's something that in due course the the administrator will identify and action will be taken. But I don't think it's for me or anyone else to jump to conclusions on that. And I do remind you again of the vast contribution this family made to the economy. And I only hope that we can salvage 
from that, the ruins that we presently have, a, a, something going forward because it's a remarkable product and I want to see it flourish again, obviously under new management, under new ownership, but it would be beyond tragic to just obliterate that and lose it uh, in, in terms of our economy. So let's work towards, let's hope we can salvage something out of this. Yes, let's hope indeed. Uh, Jim, uh, Jim Allister, thank you very, very much indeed. Uh, Jim Allister, leader of the TUV. Uh, George Brash is with the Unite uh, Union. Uh, George, good morning. Good morning. George, can you see anything being salvaged, that salvage job that Jim Allister is talking about? Well, you know, it, 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 we're hopeful that something will change and we'll be doing everything that we can to ensure that the, the, the gates are reopened. And, and some jobs uh, are brought back into this Ballymena town. It is quite a task, isn't it? And there are worried and concerned people who are trying to pay bills at the end of this month, next month, Christmas, mortgages, car loans. It's, it, it, it's a big upheaval for so many people in one specific area. It certainly is. It's decimated Ballymena. And we've obviously had the closure you know, of JTI and Mitchell which have already been referred to. Um, right Bus was the last bastion of, of a major employer within the town. And it's absolutely devastating for, for our members, the workforce, the families, you know, the town itself and the wider community. And it shouldn't be lost in the, like has already been commented on the supply chain as well. So there's a dramatic effect uh, and consequences for us, you know. Uh, these workers now are, are out of work and, like I say, the mortgages of families, you know, they have to feed their families, you know, and that's our concern is it could more have been done, should more have been done, and what can we do now, you know, going forward to try and get these gates open and, and jobs back in and Balmain and buses. And it shouldn't be lost that this is a highly skilled workforce, highly skilled workforce, They're at the forefront of hydro technology. You know, they do an absolutely fantastic product. So it's, it's an opportunity there for somebody to come in and start building buses again and bring back some of those workers. If those who do come in that you're hoping will come in, if they don't offer the same terms and conditions to the staff that Right Bus would have been offering, will you cooperate with them to create jobs anyway, or might you, in the end, as a union, make it difficult for someone coming in? Well, we'll certainly want to make it difficult for anybody coming in, um, but we would certainly be uh, calling for our, our members' terms, conditions, and rights to be protected, and we'll vigorously support their endeavours in doing that. However, beggars can't be choosers at the moment. Well, they're certainly not beggars, you know, um, and, and again, our main focus is, is, is to speak with administrators and to try and get somebody in there that's got the best interests of Ballymena and building buses and get people back in there to build buses. It is vital, isn't it, when you, when you think of it, and we've spoken about this before, the collapse, and yesterday, and, and again today. It's, it's a town which, as far as the beating heart of the economy of Northern Ireland is concerned, it is hugely important to the fabric of Northern Ireland. It, it's unlikely that it can take many more economic blows. Well, absolutely. You know, I mean, manufacturing has taken blow after blow over the last few years, and especially in Ballymena. And, and, and we'll have to try and turn that round. You know, there needs to be a, a manufacturing strategy going forward with all, all the parties, you know. Um, but, but we're calling, even at this late stage, where it's a buyer coming in, 
somebody putting uh, a bid in, um, we're calling him direct intervention from government. And I'll quote Boris Johnson himself when he says it will do everything they can to ensure the future of the great UK company that is Ripos. Well, I'm calling him to live up to his words. Our workforce is calling him to live up to his words and asking him, what has he done? What is he doing? Because it's still not too late, as I've said, for direct intervention in this matter to save the jobs and the company. They didn't intervene with Thomas Cook, so the precedent hasn't really been set for intervention. Well, it maybe hasn't been set for intervention, but, but Boris has tagged himself with, with right bus for, for uh, several years. He's the one that made those comments only a matter of weeks ago, and all they're doing is calling him out on those promises that he made to that 1,400-strong workforce that were highly skilled and that lost their jobs yesterday. That's what we're doing, calling him out on that. Uh, and one final point, uh, George, will the Unite Union be backing the workers who are threatening to protest outside the evangelical church, which is associated with Mr. Jeff Wright? Are they, are they, are, 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 is the union prepared to back workers who have that protest on Sunday? If, if workers want to have a dignified protest, that's a matter for the workers. Our main focus is speaking to the ministers and speaking to our members. We have organised meetings on Monday. Uh, with our members um, and, and we'll be listening to their concerns and doing everything we can uh, we'll put resources into upskilling and that's our main focus um, if workers want to have a dignified protest that is a matter for them uh, but anything that they need support and we will certainly be giving them that support Okay, uh, George uh, Brash uh, from the Unite Union, thank you. Uh, this is the U105 uh, phone in. Good morning uh, to you. 02890 uh, for whatever's on your mind this morning. Uh, we'll be speaking to some of you. We'll be uh, taking your text, your emails, and your perspective on what is a very gloomy outlook on a gloomy day uh, after this. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.